You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. got good news and bad news for you about their Jurassic World 3 Dominion. The good news is, hey kids, it's the best of the three Jurassic World movies. Hooray! We thought for sure. We thought for sure after the second one, this is going to make that dog shit look like (laughs) Citizen Kane, right? Uh I was like, there's no way this is going to go well. Oh, wait, are you ready for the bad news? What's oh, the bad news? It still didn't really go all that well. Oh, you're telling me it's still a Jurassic World movie? It's still a Jurassic World movie. It's still written by Colin Trevorrow, who is just not good at writing these things. He directed the first one. Yep. He did not direct the second one. That was yep. Jay Bayona. Even though he's very complimentary to Bayona, the fact that he took the reins back over, I think, speaks- It says something. It says yeah. something. And I, maybe he learned something, because- there are a lot of things that bugged me the most about the first two Jurassic World films that I feel like they addressed here, but you still can't fix being a crappy writer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like that about says it all, doesn't it? Uh, everyone, all right, good night, everybody. Uh. <laughs> I had that joke last review I was on. I was like, well, we just did it. We're yep. done yep. now, I guess. Wow. Yeah, we're editor. What the hell? Like, there were a couple of moments where I'm like, did I stroke out for a minute? Like, what What has just happened? Wait, I told you not to do that in the movie theater, even if there I, are dinosaurs. What? what? Don't kink shame me. I have my Therizinosaurus mask. You knew what this was going in. One of us after dark. Um. <laughs> anyway, we are reviewing Jurassic World Dominion. I am Chris, and joining me is... Hey, I'm Mars. I'm Tessa. I'm Matt! You knew I was gonna be here! Yeah, that's that's Matt's whole gig, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't jump for the regular reviews, mind mm-hmm. you, but if there's a big, giant monster in it, he stopped even asking anymore. I, He's just like, well, I know I'm on this review, so I'm just... It gonna... was just an assumption after a while, <laughs> although, one of these days, I'm gonna, like, blindside people. Y'all are gonna take me to, like, a Sundance-level thing, and I'm just like, yes, it was a really interesting uh, dissection on the human condition regarding being a young Korean woman living in the United States. That and sounds just, like, pretty good. That sounds like it'd be yeah. a really good movie. I mean, one of my favorite movies is Inherit the Wind, which always throws people off. That's a, one of my favorite plays. But uh, this isn't Inherit the Wind! What no does this movie would, inherit? No one would make a play out of this, is all I'm saying. Well, if you remember, the, which I had trouble remembering, I had to read the <laughs> Wikipedia entry for the last film. Fallen Kingdom, Kingdom sorry. Fallen Kingdom? Okay. <laughs> Jurassic World, forever. fuck! <laughs> Yes. That's more appropriate. It's not just Matt choking on his shiner. Um. <laughs> so this is like four years after all that stuff. Isla Nubar, Nublar has been totally wiped out. The dinosaurs have escaped. They're on the mainland, as we saw actually start to happen in the in the last film. The film starts with an actually pretty humorous thing of like news reports from all over the world. That this is just dinosaurs all over the goddamn place causing problems. And it's kind of funny. They have fun with it. I'm like, yeah. this is a promising beginning. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek. You know, this is what you promised me from 
the beginning of the Jurassic World series and we're now in the final chapter. We get it. Great. But then, of course, they remind us that the characters in the previous films are going to be in this, too. Oh, yeah. It starts with Chris Pratt as Owen Grady and Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire Deering and their little adopted clone daughter. <laughs> God damn. It's like... As I have often described, the previous film is the cinematic equivalent of being kicked in the head by a horse. Uh, or a gallimimus, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I anyway. see what you did there. Glavin. Uh, Glavin! Uh, but yeah, they bring this element over of these characters, and they're having their bucolic life in... Montana or yeah, whatever. They're out in a cabin out in the middle of the woods, and Blue, the Velociraptor, is just running around free in the woods, but that doesn't stop him from roasting marshmallows on the campfire out front. He's <laughs> like, well, you know, Blue's really, 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 really dangerous, but if I happen to catch him on a good day, I'll be like, hey, Blue, just go away. But we're still just gonna sit outside at night and you roast just, marshmallows. You just have to put your hand out like a crossing guard, and all the dinosaurs stop for you. <laughs> exactly. Every time... A character did that. I, like, oh, I thought oh. I was going to lose my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Chomp their hand off. I, I recently rewatched Jurassic World. None of these animals act like they were quote unquote hand raised. Or trained. Or like, trained. There's no training. Gesture. Pratt's character is, is going out and just the most, right off the, uh, this is when I went, uh oh. <laughs> He's like ranching. Like you would, like when you were going out to like herd wild horses. Oh, He's doing God. that with what are they called? Parasaurolophus. Yeah, uh, which are like twice as tall and big as a horse. So like several tons, like probably twenty ton animal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna lean over to you, Chris, and be like, "Please explain the physics of this." Yeah, there now are this no physics man to it. with a rope took down a parasaurolophus. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, okay, here we go. This is already starting to be like that makes no sense." But anyway, the reason they're even up there is because the girl's being hunted by everyone. Because because apparently, yada yada, she's super her valuable because she's a clone. Her genome is valuable, yada yada. Why mm-hmm. is it so valuable? Because there's this company that I swear isn't evil, even though they're called I can't believe Biosyn. Biosyn. I was like, they're called Biosyn. They're Biosinners. I'm mean, just, it's like right there in front of you. I'm like, come on, that is so on the nose. Who would do that? It's led by a very, uh, you know, Elon Musk crossed with uh, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg crossed with. Steve Jobs sure. type and guy played by uh, uh, Scott Campbell I think it was Dotson we've got Dotson, Dotson here yeah. it See, is the cares. same guy Campbell from the Scott. first movie so we know he's evil even though he presents this image of being very nice and there's mm. this other issue going on with these giant mutated locusts are coming in and they're just destroying crops like utterly and sometimes coming after people too but they don't touch crops that are made from seeds made by Biosyn I wonder if there's a lick this is the <laughs> dumbest plan and any evil genius yeah. has ever had. What is your like, plan? It would only take once for that to happen when someone goes, huh? Yeah, I think Biosyn is responsible. Is this Lex Luthor? Like, what the fuck? It's, it's Anyways, not a it's good about real estate. It's about the, agriculture. The oh. bad guys who are sent by Biosyn, of course, eventually get a hold of both the little clone girl and the child of Blue, the Velociraptor, the baby. baby Blue, Beta. These boot movies want me to be so invested <laughs> in Blue as a character just dinosaur. Stop. And yeah. I'm like, no, stop. I don't. So mm. on one side, you have Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard who are like, we're going to get them back no matter what. And on the other side, we're like, well, we paid a lot of money to get the original trio <laughs> from Jurassic Park back, which is Laura yes. Dern as Dr. Ellie Sattler, Jeff Goldblum as Dr. Ian Malcolm, and Sam Neill as Dr. Alan Grant. And to one degree or another their whole thing is we need to be able to prove that biosyn is the one doing this locust thing or could end like literally food the way we know it in the world question 
Why did they bring in a paleobotanist to deal with bugs? I swear to God, I've had sex. Uh, the, <laughs> be, at the end of uh, Jurassic Park 3, she was working for the State Department. Uh-huh. Or her husband worked for the State Department. And she sure. started having connections with the State Department. Yeah. But she was still working paleontology part-time. And I think that's through that connection that she actually wound up working for the State Department or something to do with fish and wildlife. But she's wildlife. not a paleoentomologist, anyways. Yeah, anyway. but like... It doesn't matter. Whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> the point is they're... Bugs all, eat plants. All three of mm. them are held up. Yeah, everyone, everywhere they go is like, oh, wow wow, you're like the original three. Like, everyone was privy to everything that happened in the first Jurassic Park movie. Come Someone on. probably wrote a book. <laughs> I did appreciate... Well, probably Malcolm. I, did I bet a, there were NDAs, is all I'm saying. Mm. I did appreciate that Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard didn't immediately be like, you're Alan Grant! They didn't even and, meet up with Well, they later, the they later end. were talking and about it. And there's like giant dinosaurs coming at them, so there wasn't a lot of time for like, let me get your autograph. What did you like best about this, Chris? Well, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. We still have more plot. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, the plot. Ian Malcolm <laughs> is like, got a job working for Biosan is basically, as I say, like, well, he's a bit of a contrarian, but we like having him around. And he, like, he does his little Jeff Goldblum thing and all this stuff. There's even a joke about like, oh, you should probably button up your shirt. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the p- point is, is that he's ultimately on their side and it's good guys versus bad guys in a Really, a spy movie? Weirdly, because the first half of this is kind of like this globe-trotting, uncharted slash James Bond Mm. aimed at spy thing. They're in the city of Malta, which is one of honestly the best scenes in the movie, even though a lot of it is deeply implausible and ridiculous. (laughs) It's just like dinosaurs being sold for parts, and they get loose, of course, and dinosaurs are everywhere in Malta, and Chris Pratt's being chased by... Atrociraptors of the species. Okay, but chased by... We're just gonna say velociraptors. They're evil raptors. Super evil raptors. They've been trained to to target people for assassination (laughs) and a motorcycle on Malta. I'm like, this is cool. I actually want more of this. What I don't want is every time, like, Chris Pratt's, like, in a situation and somebody else dies, and there's still 30 dinosaurs around him that are all carnivorous, he stops and goes, I gotta make a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of that here, and I think it was that you, Matt, who was pointing that out. Somebody was saying, that's the most egregious moment, but it happens like 30 times in this movie. I was... Making the joke that I swear mm. to God, if Blue shows up in Malta some fucking <laughs> hell, I'm gonna lose my shit. There are several moments where these, I guess they're CIA, FBI, whatever, yeah. these secret agents that are well, working with the good guys, they have guns not only trained on the bad guys, they have guns trained on the dinosaurs. Yeah. And I get it. I don't want to see a dinosaur get shot, but it's the exact moment from Jura- the first Jurassic World when all of the people with guns have all of their guns pointed at the Indominus Rex, but the scene has to stop. The movie has to stop so the Indominus can do this thing and, like, take command of the raptors or whatever. The movie sucks. And I'm going to quote Senor Jefe, Mr. Jeff here. Shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. You can solve this whole problem. Hey, and it's just- guess what? Not an endangered species anymore. In fact, <laughs> you know what? I think maybe we could figure out how to build new ones. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, I want to go back to where Tessa was leading us there. It's like, yeah. well, maybe name, just say, what was your favorite 
single moment in this film. And why don't you go first, Mars? One of the large carnivorous dinosaurs in Malta eating the guy on the scooter. Oh, the Allosaurus got him, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That I was like very that. satisfying yeah. as someone who lives in Austin and trips over those things constantly. <laughs> yeah, dig it. Matt? There is a dinosaur that is one of my personal favorites, which is Therizinosaurus. And it's this Freddy Krueger of dinosaurs. It's yeah. this big plant it's eater cool. with giant murder claws. Wait, it's a plant eater? Yeah, it's a plant eater. It's an herbivore. He was eating berries in that one scene. Yeah. It just didn't like that deer. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, like you think it's killing the deer and it literally is just get, get out of the way <laughs> well they <laughs> have those claws there. for a reason they're just they're horrifying anyway everything involving that dinosaur I just loved yeah, agreed also there were just so many practical effects in this but we'll get to that in a minute Tessa uh, I really like the pilot in this mm. oh yeah and I haven't even mentioned her let me oh. yeah, I'm sorry interrupt you just for a second uh, Dewanda Wise is a, one of the few new characters in this because almost everybody's like at least had two minutes in a previous Jurassic Park film can we all just um, a, a, a across the board agree that we're all just like marry me please like yeah. aggressively she's, attracted she's yeah she's beautiful uh kayla watts is her character who is like at first like a smuggler type who instantaneously turns into a good person like even han solo would have been like wait what <laughs> well before she was air force right well yeah but no she was a smuggler but she was dealing with like dinosaurs and stuff like that not human trafficking which right. i think that's the line that she draws in the sand which is a good line to have i found her character very refreshing Mm. uh she was very smooth the actress was amazing her lines were delivered great she was hilarious with what she was given she was probably one of my favorite parts yeah i'm gonna go with uh and this is sort of based partially on what matt said the freddy versus jason ending with with, with dinosaurs so yeah (laughs) i'm i i uh after having watched a prehistoric planet which i highly recommend they do a really good job of dinosaurs like you know they there are animals you know and most times animals when confronting each other or trying to fight quote unquote will pretty much just go and they'll like do something weird or big try to make themselves big and the other one will leave generally but it is very satisfying to watch dinosaurs just throw each other around and just i mean it becomes a kaiju fight at a certain point <laughs> and that scratches matt's dumb lizard brain so I mean, i'm not obviously as into kaiju and giant things as you are but no one is but no one is i mean that's like i said like there's no one even comes close hmm. but i found myself going there's so much more dinosaur stuff going on in this than in literally any of the jurassic park films it's a lot but it's also <laughs> the longest jurassic park film yeah mm-hmm. and to quote jeff goldblum's character ian malcolm it's not about us <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big thing and they do the effects look great on the dinosaurs there's a lot more practical work with the dinosaurs and animatronics there's more new dinosaurs introduced in this film alone mm-hmm. than there have been in any of the others yeah. like tons of new ones uh, and there's also tons of old classics who come back and they play with that pretty well so i really really enjoyed that aspect of it quite a bit as i said in the beginning though the biggest problem here still is that they just don't know how to write characters or the way humans would act over and over and over again people do the dumbest dumbest shit and i mean like i've seen 70s horror movies where the characters <laughs> are smarter than these supposed experts at dinosaurs with the way they act and as well the dialogue is written at this totally childish level especially when it comes to the return of laura dern jeff goldblum and sam neill who as much as we love to see them the film is just slobbering over them the whole time in this cartoonish but in a caricature sort of way mm. where it's like they just overwatched the first jurassic park and like took notes on everything they said 
in it. And then everything they do or say in this whole film is just like that it's, again and again and again and again. It's definitely fan service. Yeah. This and really, not in the great way that fan service can be. Yes. It feels like a fan fiction at certain points. Like, that's that's the level that we're kind of at with this movie. And I love a good, bad fan fiction. But, uh, uh, yeah. For me, it was nice to have the, the old cast serum. in. And the new cast was really, really nice to have around because it made it easier to ignore that Chris Pratt was even there. We got <laughs> Omar, so we got boring. Omar Sy in a really good kind of CIA, CIA head honcho buddy buddy kind of role. I love Omar Sy. This He's movie could have used forty more minutes of Omar yes. Sy. Yes, definitely. <laughs> the kid who played Ramses wasn't he on that um, Netflix series about the guy that was cleaning up VHS tape? Mamadou Athi, I think. <laughs> But I'm not sure that's how you pronounce that. Mamadou Athe? Yeah, he yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I'd- he was on the Get Down as well. The Front Runner, Underwater. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. I really like that series a lot. Yeah. Archive 81. Yes. So good. I loved hey, it. It didn't way, get a second season, did yeah, well, it? Well, no. who knows if anything's going to get a second season at Netflix anymore. Uh, but it's nice uh, to see yeah. him show up in a big blockbuster mm-hmm. along with Omar Sy. I really want to see more of them. The last two movies for me have always been kind of hard because I don't really like Chris Pratt that much. Mm. This one was much easier to ignore the fact that Chris Pratt was in it. To be honest, like I was a big Chris Pratt fan back in the Parks and Rec days because I loved his big, dumb, lovable character. And I love the Guardians of the Galaxy film. He's perfect in those. But he's because he's gotten so big, he's starting to feel more free to actually express his opinion on things, and he should stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yes. he, he and Claire, those two characters are two of the weakest aspects yeah. of all three of these films. Because, I mean, the first film, you feel like there's a flicker of a possible dynamic there, and then that dynamic is thrown out the window because they felt the need to basically write a new character, just name her Claire and cast the same actress uh, in the second <laughs> movie and again but they have so little character and so little although there's a marginally more on-screen chemistry between them in this one i Mm. felt like there were little tiny itty bitty moments sure but again those weren't really the focus is what was happening i think out of everyone though not just because i'm in love with her but uh (laughs) kayla uh what was her name again watts dewanda wise dewanda wise she was actually one of the better written characters because it seems like she was just like you gotta be kidding me like are you fucking fucking get that shit out of here like she just had that amazing eyes my god she has she carries herself in a way where you're like i know exactly what this character is all about Mm -hmm. in a way that a lot of the other characters or well specifically our two leads you don't really get a lot of am i crazy or did it feel like laura dern was looped in a lot of her scenes and it felt very wooden more wooden than it should be for an actress of her caliber like she was what do you mean looped? She came in and like ADR'd her lines. Chris Pratt like came in on a horse and lassoed her to get her. <laughs> oh my God. That's how we, we got her. We got another one from the original. I, I gotta say, yeah, the writing in this could have been stronger. There were dialogues and interactions that had me going, what? What? Things didn't flow right. The edits were weird. There, there were a lot of things I did enjoy. Definitely hit that nostalgia button really mm. hard. I did almost throw something at the screen when I saw the Barbasol can, but uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, Get, no, fuck you. Yeah, the, the use of the main theme on occasion was kind of nice. Yeah. Mm. But some of them were a little gratuitous and I feel like they could have reeled in a some of it. A little gratuitous? Okay, super gratuitous. Okay. I was Diane, trying to be nice. Be clear. I do really like Jurassic Park franchise. 
guys. This <laughs> could have been edited better. The writing could have been better. There were so many different plot points, <laughs> plot lines that were trying to all tie together. And there's so many like what the fuck moments, the things that just were kind of stupid and didn't really logic out quite right. It was like almost like I was watching an episode of Doctor Who where they just hand waved and was like, okay, <laughs> this just works now. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, but same. This it, is not Doctor Who, but it doesn't. <laughs> It does that the exact same dumb shit to get through stuff that yeah. that this movie does. Mm-hmm. The difference is Doctor Who does one hour and then it's a completely different story with different shit going on. Mm-hmm. So we're a little more patient with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is like we've been doing the same story for six movies now, and you for three of them at least you keep doing the same dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. It does have that stink on it of modern blockbusters where it's very clear that they're uh, storyboarding out these action sequences probably mm-hmm. a few months before they even start writing the script. Mm-hmm. And there are certain scenes where, for the most part, the effects are pretty good. Again, a lot of practical effects. I was shocked. Which ones that, are practical? Uh, Baby Blue me. a few times was practical. Cool. There was a practical Giganotosaurus big head for mm-hmm. that yeah, one. The, the acid spitters? Yeah. The Dilophosaurus were practical. Yeah. I could go down a list, but I won't. Um, yeah. There's just so many dinosaur scenes in yeah. this one. The that, Demetrodons like, were yeah, like... There, there, there was also the where the well, bottom part dinosaur, of the body yeah. was actually practical, and they added in a CG head right. later. I feel like right. I've seen, I saw that a few times. There was a scene where Chris Pratt was roping the Parasaur office that he and his horse looked crudely green screened in front of the background. There and I was, was like, some bad hey. green screen. Yeah, there was some bad green screening yeah. you could along tell with where the they good... sucked their money and where they didn't. Mm. Well yeah. let's go to final thoughts. Mars, would you like to start? Sure. For a summer blockbuster that you just want to get out of the heat and sit down for two and a half hours and just go through an onslaught of dinosaurs in action, this is the movie for you. It has no logic. It's pretty dumb. (laughs) Um, The acting can be kind of fun at times. It's got some great characters and some not-so-great characters. Uh, I will say that I was very happy that we got murder birds, so we had feathered dinosaurs in this one. Super happy with that one. Huzzah! I mean, I recommend go see it. You know, get out of the heat. Enjoy the summer. Take your kids. I'd give it a 7 out of 10 murder birds. (laughs) Jezza. Oh, geez. Yeah, I've been waiting a while for some of the scenes that happened in this. And uh, I mean, there's some payoff in this. As much as we drug some of the writing and the editing, there are some really good moments in here. But also see it for some of the better nostalgia moments and the really cool dinosaurs and the really good practical effects. I would probably give this like 6.5 out of 10 convenient cappuccinos so you can (laughs) give someone... Some, your, your start to review there just made me think, you know what? They're talking finally about a fifth season of Fargo, and I have an idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Why not? Come on. It's like tied into Jurassic Park world, and it's like Fargo it's like a Jurassic crime Park? syndicate. Jurassic doing Fargo. all their stuff, and they take advantage of, like, dinosaurs running wild everywhere. There could, so, I, they could probably make yeah. a TV series, like a live-action TV series. I thought this was going to be a segue into Dinotopia. Yeah. It's so many, I feel like so many more big movie franchises are seriously considering just transitioning into TV now that it does well for them. Like That's what they're doing like, with Godzilla. They keep pushing off dates of new Star Wars films, and I'm like, are we gonna get any Star Wars films, or are you guys just happy doing Series. TV shows now? Because yeah. <laughs> I'd kind of be okay with you just doing TV series. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed yeah. if they keep 
being as good as they're being. I like them. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm I'm creating a barrier to Damn Matt it. dying to say his final, final thought, thought. So, Matt. Matt Frank. Final thought. Matt Frank, right. a host of Gigantic Ask, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. All right, strap in. So, okay, when it comes to these films, this is probably the best of all three, specifically of Jurassic World. Because I was fully prepared to say that these movies are on a franchise that is a complete sliding scale of quality. Because, like I had said, Fallen Kingdom felt like getting kicked in the head repeatedly. It was it was a mess. Uh, Jurassic World is almost a movie. But with this one, the nostalgia factor for me felt like they leaned so hard into it. It actually wound up not bothering me as much as the previous two films. Like, I practically threw my drink at the screen at the end of Fallen Kingdom when the T-Rex does the pose. At the end, I'm like, fuck you! (laughs) But with this, it's just they lean so hard into it, it feels so much like fan fiction that I kind of rolled with it, and I was okay with that. I would give this uh, a surprising recommendation. I think on Twitter I said, well, it sounds like the opinions are split between this movie gave me syphilis and, well, if you ignore the syphilis, the lizards are cool. Uh, <laughs> but it really isn't that bad. It it really was kind of a fun little romp. I'm also going to give it 6.5 synapsids in a tunnel. You, you sound like comedians back in the 60s defending the mob. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've heard worse takes on my <laughs> pop culture ephemera, so... <laughs> Take my bribe, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, I'll, Legendary. I'll be taking that check. <laughs> I'll be honest, I hated the nostalgia factor in this. Mm-hmm. I was glad to see these characters. It was just so poorly handled. Yeah. It was just so goofy. They're not real characters anymore. They're just like... I mean, I kept expecting, like, at one point, they'd be, like, throw their heads back in the air and, like, fucking, like, shit flies out of their mouth, like, spectral Ghostbuster shit <laughs> and stuff. Like, oh, God, they were possessed by fanboys. They- they all need to be Velocipastors. <laughs> Velocipastors. Oh, Where's that sequel? We're going to work that into the universe? Because this is just, you leaned over to me in the theater at yeah. a certain point, Tess, and we're just like, this is just Resident Evil. Like, yeah. we're straight up Resident the Evil The girl's now. like, you're all going to die here. The <laughs> D-virus. Go ahead, Chris. But I'm very grateful there was so much less kitty stuff in this one and I'm by that I mean young child actors who dominate the story mm-hmm. there is a child actor in here and she's really obnoxious in the first 10 yeah. minutes of this like oh fuck oh well she's a teenager you know I'm like <gasps> okay that doesn't mean I have to like her but they really just kind of have her be a normal character after that they totally give up on the whole cutesy emotional moments from that and I like that BD Wong got a chance to be kind of redeemed here. I think he's like the only person who's in every Jurassic Park movie. He's right? in the first one and these three Jurassic. Oh, worlds. I thought he was in the second and third as well. No, mm-hmm. he uh, he dies in the book. Gets his head yeah. bitten yeah. off by a raptor. But he, he's, he's in a video games but too. then I guess he's in more than any other character by definition. Uh, right? yes, I believe so. But he finally gets a nice moment here. I'm like, okay, that's cool. No matter how you might feel about Chris Pratt in real life, he's just boring to watch here. He's just constant serious face, Chris Pratt. <laughs> And I kind of yeah, just like the yeah, more jokey Chris Pratt. Yeah, and I'm really yeah. crazy about the whole, look, what a badass I am, Chris Pratt. Go and get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did. on a ranch in Montana. Uh, I did genuinely laugh at that scene. <laughs> I, I, the most delightful part is Goldblum, who's always delightful. And even though he's just doing almost like a satire of Ian Malcolm in the previous <laughs> films, still Jeff Goldblum doing it. I mean, come on. <laughs> feels like he ad-libs a lot of his stuff. It does feel that way sometimes. <laughs> But the, ultimately, what's going to carry you here is just flat out the dinosaurs. And I know people have said that about the previous two Jurassic Worlds, but they were wrong. There wasn't enough good dinosaur stuff. And a lot of the times, there were so many problems in those dinosaur scenes that you were like, 
I can't even enjoy this because of how dumb this was. Mm. And those moments are here too, but the actual dinosaur scenes are much better and there's so many more of them. I mean, it's like, you know, going to a Golden Corral. The food's not great, but there's so much of it. <laughs> there's just so much! Yeah. And as we were talking, it kind of reminded me, it's like, it's almost like Scooby-Doo. Mm. Yeah. Ish yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. Is this how, how this one is? It's because there's a little bit of sleuthy and a little bit of B&E and that type of thing. But yeah, it's very Scooby-Doo-ish. And I'm hmm. fully glad that they're like, well, we don't have to always do the same fucking formula, even though mm. at about the halfway point they go, let's just kind of go back into the formula. I was like, uh-huh. I was really enjoying it just being a globe-trotting adventure versus dinosaurs. And they're like, yeah, but... Some rich guy thought it'd be a great idea to create a private compound filled with dinosaurs. Let's again. go there. What could go wrong? I, again yeah. and again and Absolutely again. Nothing. Yeah. I just like, oh, come on. Stop doing that. I mean, that. isn't that just human nature? <laughs> no isn't, way, that, uh, uh, isn't that uh, just uh, yeah, human nature? It was such know? a bizarre Chaos. decision Chaos. because Chaos. there's Chaos. literally no reason to do that anymore. There are dinosaurs, as they established early in the film, literally covering the globe. There's no Which, reason. Reason to have Which, a private compound. <laughs> there were like maybe fifteen dinosaurs in the previous movie that got out, yeah, but, but what do know, I know? Yeah, sure. Also, mean, never mind. There's so many have things extended like that. Man. Matt Frank rant. Just <laughs> him, just yelling just, in the mic. We walk away. <laughs> we just walk away and just let it roll. Just getting progressively drunker as I go through more Shiner yeah. Box. Just like <laughs> and another thing. And, and the feathers slowly. are on the Pyroraptor. Yeah, the feathers yeah, on the Atrociraptor. Fade them out. Play him out. <laughs> well, I'll do video, and as he's screaming, I'll just CG in like a banner falling down in front of me. Goddamn right. Include the melodica cover in all of this. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I'm very mixed. It's decidedly the best of the Jurassic Worlds, but that wasn't a super high bar. I did enjoy it more than I didn't, but Jesus fucking Christ, it's long as fuck. This could have easily lost 30 minutes from this mm-hmm. running time. I mean, somebody somewhere is going to like do a fan <laughs> cut, and thank God for that person. Watch that version Bless when it comes you. out. But it is, if you're really like, God, I wish the Jurassic Park movie, World movies were more fun. If you had never, because you heard the bad reviews, you didn't want to see the first two, this is the first one I go, it's kind of worth it. And you don't really have to know the fucking weird extended yeah. plot just stuff. Just turn your logic brain off <laughs> and just go for the ride. It's it's okay. I'm going to give it six and a half out of ten Indiana Jones cosplays that Sam Neill is doing throughout this entire Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not even subtle. I mean, they're literally walking through a cavern at one point and he's got like a torch and I really expected at one point there was going to be a thing where he told someone to turn around and he brushes all the tarantulas off their back. Didn't Ellie Sattler make a mention about one spiders and then two like rocks falling and shit? Like she kind of had a breakdown that was very akin (laughs) to uh, the chick from Gremlins. No, they even had a, they had a hat moment. Yeah. Where he dropped his hat and she's like, don't go for the hat. Leave the hat! Leave the hat! I'm like, why is this here? They're kind of weird baffling moments, but honestly, that kind of kept it entertaining for me because I'm like what new shit are they going to throw at me next and nothing else it kept me on my toes it, it will do that that is for sure 